Getting free tastings at every winery. Bottomless drinks at Jack Juice Books and Coffee. Visiting cream for some tasty sorbet. Valet parking for tunes on Tuesday. Look at me, I'm the king of Newburgh. Ba -da 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 -da. No, not Dundee. I'm the king of Newburgh. It's, it's one country, lots of Pinot, that's where we go. We're the kings of Newburgh. Boom. Yeah! <laughs> Welcome to Broadway Over Wine. My name is Stefan Zarnecki. And I'm Reed Arthur. Yes, indeed. Stefan, I missed you. Was, I know, it's been so long. It's been too long, in my opinion. I know. We did watch... I'm not going to lie, though, that it was a good, much-needed break. It was a good break. Yeah. It was there was good. a lot going on with Lots holidays. of family fun. Mm -hmm. How is Wendy, our biggest Our Patreon. biggest Patreon. Shout out to Wendy Arthur, my mom! Wendy, you are a gem. Uh, enter the oh, little clappy. Yeah. Wendy brought something to my attention that you can just give whatever you want every month mom thank you so much I, I have something to say about my mother do it my mother has fostered a love of the theater and was one of my biggest supporters from the very beginning she was the first person to have me auditioned for a show she would take us three rambunctious boys you know and kirsten i think kirsten auditioned for multiple of these for the missoula children's theater fest uh missoula children's theater um, so she was always like, yeah, they want to be on the stage and they're going to do it. And we're going to have a great time. And she was super, super supportive all the way through my decision to do theater as a major, go spend some time in a little uh, Walt Disney World. She is just a champion and incredible. And mom, I love you. So do I. We love you, Wendy. Thank you for your support and for bringing us Reed. He has brought so much joy into all of our lives. Oh my god. It's true. You're going to make me blush. It's true. Well, let's let's while we're thanking Patreon supporters, thank you to Brian and Anna. Thank you Brian and Anna. Also Anna for up. the amazing logo. Yes, that is mm -hmm. uh Anna Neff. Uh, my good friend, she did our logo and is now a Patreon supporter. We love you. And ooh, ooh, ooh. um and then uh another Patreon supporter, my sister was in town and we had a ball. We had an absolute ball eating and drinking and having so much fun going to the bins. And Whoa. having all of the fun. Did have you, you have you completely sterilized yourself afterwards? Oh, you know. Did you get into the hazmats? At this point, I've been enough that I'm I'm pretty pretty sturdy. I'm well, a, I made a pretty good stock. Wow. Yeah, I can handle it. You have the herd immunity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got these pants. These are what? lucky lucky brand pants, and they're actually a little stretchy. Okay, a hot dog. Breeze. Yeah, I know. Thank you. And Did I, you try them on there? There and right, that just stripped down in the middle of uh, the Goodwill bins. If y'all don't know about the bins, bins. the Goodwill it's bins, like second home. It's like Goodwill, but chaos. Yeah, and it is an experience. If you haven't, if you haven't done it, maybe we should do a Broadway over wine bins trip, sponsored. You know, Audi. it's it's really interesting the bins because uh, it kind of reminds me of a feeding trough. Mm -hmm. oh, everybody yeah. comes out and it's like all right well this table our new broadway over wine table that you'll see in Whoa. uh reels and um stories and stuff material. was, was uh, from the bins i got yesterday the Whoa. one in milwaukee i'd never been to before oh, so wow. this is this is 
groundbreaking stuff. Well, well, enough of the that. River. Enough of that. <laughs> Cross the river, yeah, Brooklyn. It was Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm so excited, Stefan. Oh, I'm just... so excited to get into this. We're getting there. All right. Let's talk about our wine that we are drinking today. <clears throat> that Reed is holding in front of me perfectly. Eminent Domain, located, again, Ribbon Ridge. The Ribbon Ridge. Not far from where you work, Reed Tholomew. No, not at all. And this is the 2019 estate-grown Pinot Noir Reserve. Thank you for bringing that today. Of course. You know, I felt like I really needed to um, carry my own weight here. If I'm going to be a co-host in this, I have to share some of my good wine with you because you've shared so much of your good wine with me. Well, I was thinking that, and I'm glad you finally read my mind and started bringing wine <laughs> because my cellar's getting thin. Yeah, it's not, but, <laughs> you know, I could at least act that way. And people, if uh, this is really, really delicious and amazing Pinot Noir, um, if you're interested, go see Phil at Eminent Domain. I don't think they're open right now. I think they're closed for the season. They might be closed until like February or March. Yeah, they might like reopen that. like Valentine's But when you do go see Phil, the amazing um his amazing mustache. Um yes, tasting room manager who is the best and the most amazing. I feel like he could be in the musical that we're talking about today. I feel like his he his mustache well. is very maybe the movie as instead of Bill Pullman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Totally oh, could pull that Yes. Off. We love Phil, Phil. if you're listening. And um, <laughs> local theater company in Newburgh that you know who you are, Gather Repertory Theater. Um, <laughs> um, I'm just saying, Newsies cast, Holy cast crap. Bill. <laughs> yeah. Cast me. Oh, I, I haven't actually... aged out yet. I haven't aged out yet. Dance heavy. But hey, you know, I don't know how big the, the, the stage really is at the new theater. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be that big. <laughs> I would love to play Pulitzer. Like, am I too young? I'd like to think so. Uh, one You're last thing about young, Phil, but with okay. a little stage makeup. There we go. A little, a little gray, stage little, magic. Little, yeah. One last thing about Phil. He owns a lovely wine tour company called Wine Windy Roads. Are so people like coming to wine country to go wine tasting, but then also bike, like bike through wine country. They, oh, but our roads here are not conducive for that. So what I recommend to people is like, hey, if you want to bike, go, go with, with Phil, roads, go yeah. with Windy Roads. They will take you on a good, safe route. They will be you'll be a posse and you will not get struck by vehicles on our like shoulderless roads out here yeah. in beautiful wine country. So anyway, that is Phil. Oh, Eminent Domain. Also, very amazing, delicious wines. And one of the really top, top views. Yeah, Eminent Domain has a gorgeous, gorgeous... Sunsets over there are the, amazing. Of the um, coastal range. Yes, a coastal range and like the Yamhill Carlton AVA. Yeah. And like you kind of look across the valley thing and can see like Roots and Ferrisinger and stuff like kind of over that yeah. way. Um, wonderful spot. We take a lot of people there. I love them. All right. We are starting a new series this week of Disney musicals, Disney Broadway musicals. Now this is going to be so hard, Stefan, because I don't think, um, I don't think either of you or me, um, I don't think either of us really particularly loves Disney. Mm. 
it's not really my thing. Yeah, I'm just too cool. Just kind of like, mm, I'm really more of a DreamWorks or a... Oh, okay, so we'll uh, do a little Prince of Egypt. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a little Thumbelina. Someday. Oh, that was Thumbelina, really? That's like Don Bluth. <laughs> I think George it's Studio Lith. Okay. Studio Lith. So uh, this is going to be probably like an eight-week endeavor because there's quite a few Disney musicals that made their way to Broadway. Yeah, damn. But we are starting this week with probably Newsies. the least known one. Maybe the least known one. It's I, yeah. huge to Tumblr girls and gay boys everywhere. Right. But maybe not as huge to like to non musical yeah, theater. I, it Broadway is a musical people. theater person Disney product. Yeah, because I feel like like Disney really like completely is the zeitgeist right well, even people who don't like musicals sure. like disney but like you look at uh imdb or rotten tomatoes or whatever mm -hmm. at like newsies the movie the original one 1992 and it's like 39 yeah it bomb come on musical theater lovers get in there and vote yeah and boost and that, that movie cause... because that movie is fucking gold so yes oh stop i stop people we were yeah i'm really 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 excited that we're talking about newsies today um, Katia's suggestion. Yeah, thank you, producer Katia, because it unlocked a bazillion different core memories for me as a, you know, as a little baby child watching the movie and as a baby high schooler, you know, seeing the Broadway show come to life, getting so hyped for that and following all the promotional material, the behind the scenes, Andrew Keenan Bolger's blogs, all of the... Ooh. All of the different little newsy boys that I followed afterwards. Yeah, gosh. Oh, this is going to be a fun episode. It's it's amazing. So the movie, the original, starring mm -hmm. Christian Bale. A very, very young, very cute Bright -eyed, Christian Bale. With Rosy tailed. cheeked. His little his little lips do that little like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they'll do like the V or the cross. I don't know. I mean, they still do that in Batman, He's but so wonderful. <laughs> Swear to me. Yeah. <laughs> so the movie, 1992, Christian Bale, uh, Robert Duvall, Bill Pullman, um, many people. Uh, the Anne Margaret. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Wonderful. Love it. The musical made its way to Broadway in 2012. Oh, it was 2012. It's 2012, 2014. Oh. The movie, the 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 pro shot that we've been watching it was 2014. Is from 2017. So it came oh, yeah, out yeah, yeah, much yeah. later. It's it stayed on Broadway a lot longer. So a so the years. story of the Broadway show is that it was never intended to go to Broadway. They were gonna do a stage version that would premiere at the La Jolla um Playhouse. No, excuse me, not La Jolla. Um Paper, paper Mill, Mill Play. Yes, okay. Paper Mill Playhouse. Um and that it was only supposed to sort of launch the show so that people could get the rights to it and do it at schools. Mm. They were never going to have a Broadway production and it proved such a success and that clearly there was a market for this show to, to go to Broadway that they transferred the whole paper mill production just over, over the river. Which I think was a good move courtesy of Harvey Firestein. Harvey Firestein. We gotta have this show. We yeah, but crazy yeah. enough. Okay, so we got to get into it a little bit here because first yeah. of all, this musical is um, the music is done by Alan Menken, who two years previously 
had written the music for The Little Mermaid with his songwriting partner, Howard Ashman. Now, Howard Ashman, famously a gay man, um, contracted AIDS in the 90s, as a lot of gay men did, and uh, only was able to finish production on Beauty and the Beast and then died halfway between uh, production for Aladdin, which mm-hmm. comes out the same year that Newsies did. I learned this today. Oh, I wow. learned, I thought Newsies was like a 94 project or even a 97 project. I thought it was later on in the 90s here. But no, this is really, really early. So this is sort of like right as Alan Menken is solidifying his sort of like his his Disney Jobs reign. And, yeah. Right? Like yeah, he he's the over. king he, of he Disney right over. now. Yeah, because after, we got Pocahontas, we got Hercules, we got Aladdin, we got um, so many other projects by Alan Menken. See Hunchback too? Hunchback and Notre Dame, yeah, which both Hunch and Pocahontas are collabs with Stephen Schwartz of That's Wicked right. and Prince of Egypt fame and Pippin and so many other things. Uh, Stephen nice. Schwartz is a god of, yes. And the lyrics, so Alan Menken couldn't collab with Howard Ashman on this project. So he collabed with Jack, Jack Feldman. And Jack Feldman is going to get the award today for worst rewritten lines <laughs> known to mankind. The most the most egregious, unnecessary, ridiculous, stupid rewrites that have ever happened in a Broadway musical. There's no reason he was the orig- he wrote the original r- lyrics. And there were there are some lyrics, we'll get into it as we get into it in the Broadway version that they redid to sort of like bring in other characters sure. or like to fit the the scene a little bit. But throughout, there are just lyric changes that it was just like, well, wow. we're doing the Broadway show, so we should change it up. Yeah. And they suck and they're horrible. <laughs> And they're terrible. And then Harvey Firestein is going to get the award for um, worst ally to the LGBTQ community ever by stripping any homoeroticism <laughs> from the original source material into the Broadway material. Broadway is so gay. No. Why did Harvey have to Lies. do this to us? Lies. Harvey is so gay. These these are these boys are all straight. All of I them, every like, single one. I feel one. like Newsies is like one of the gayest. Just oh, are you kidding me? Ooh. This show, this. Yes. Read. There are two groups of people who run Broadway. Powerful female divas who usually stand alone or with one other, right? There's not a lot. They stand powerfully in the midst of a male driven industry <laughs> and they have it wrapped around their thumb. The other group of people that has Broadway wrapped around their thumb, the little gay twinks, the dancing twink boys in the background. Yep. They rule Broadway. And I'm so glad that they have a show all to, to themselves. Just out. <laughs> yeah, I had to educate Stefan yeah. on, on the twink, the Twinkies of Newsies. Uh, I didn't realize that it, just like Newsies was like the Broadway twink, Twinks musical. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that is just a thing. It's just like a thing. let them do their anyway. And I just thought it was funny because <laughs> let the, them do their theater anyway. talk just kind of like I think Reed, you brought it up first, and then theater talk started giving me like, you know, 
twinsy or a twinsy uh newsy twink jokes and things yeah. like that and i was hey. like oh i get it now yeah, it's but a, it's I'm, a real I'm thing. in on the joke i'm in on the joke well okay and let's talk about the movie again too because the movie is directed by kenny ortega spy kids no high school musical maybe spy kids hocus um. pocus high school musical cheetah girls michael jackson's this is it descendants julian the phantoms oh yeah um okay a well-known homosexual <laughs> in the hollywood scene um and i'm sorry but the original movie is so homoerotic yeah and we got jack we've got jack and and uh, he's clearly in love with davy and davy is clearly in love with him infatuated something that is completely stripped from the broadway show and completely realistic based on like their personality types and like it was like yeah we get it yeah this works yes it totally it makes sense um oh gosh this movie meant so much to me as a kid just so many hot boys banding together dancing dancing and singing sometimes Roughhousing? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and like you could watch it because it was like, one, it's Disney, right? Mm-hmm. Two, it's like, ah, it's just good male companionship. Like, boys being boys. How many times have you watched the movie? Uh, not as many as you would, like, not as many times as you would think, but every time that I did watch it, it really did leave a very lasting impact. I'm definitely in the 15 range okay i would say i've seen it about 15 times as well the now the pro shot i think i've only watched now twice after watching Mm. it with you last night that was my first time watching it last night first yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean and i but i and i wasn't really that familiar with the the additional songs and things like that so i bought i bought the album right as um the broadway album as they released it it was so exciting getting like the the broadway album because you know we all had been saying for for years that newsies would make a great broadway show and that they should do it i remember talking to my friends you know during shows being like you know what disney should do next they should do newsies newsies would be awesome and then they did it and so it was like yeah awesome already a musical already a musical it's not like they're adapting something no exactly there. exactly literally the the poster for the movie is newsies and then above the musical yeah and a child jumping through the air jumping in with a very manly ballet plie or whatever you want to call it that's the thing too is that that there was all this dancing and it was considered masculine and cool and not like Mm -hmm. not like these were a bunch of pansies and it had the homeschool community that i was a part of in a vice grip and a chokehold because it was clean yes and 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 great songs and like the sort of like i'm amazed that it you know, got past a lot of the homeschool families because it has a very sort of anti-capitalist, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like power to the like workers. That, that Pulitzer, he really is saying some things that make sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so he's the good guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna um, win. But gosh, oh, this is a good movie. It's a, okay. it's a good musical too. Let's, sorry, it is. Let's quit get dominating. His, let's get historical though. This is based on a real newsy strike of like 1899. Let's get something like that. I know this is for you, Sonia. And Megan was informing us last night as we were watching Megan yeah, watched giving us a, lot uh, a bit that the Jack Kelly character was, you know, just created, and that the the character who really led it was this Brooklyn kid with uh, an eye patch. Yeah, and that kid's in the movie. 
minor minor role and then not in the well they're kind of separated into two themes because the eye patch kid is not the brooklyn character but then the right. brooklyn kid is yes. sort of so they sort of like that's right created that's right. two the, sort of the brooklyn kid of. that's right the brooklyn kid that was the one who was kind of i think mostly credited as the leader and always quoted in the papes, the papes. uh it's funny i was reading about it today and they're like they they would like write in phonetically what he says because it's like this heavy brooklyn new york accent or oh, whatever wait, that's really to funny to give it like extra color or whatever which is really funny and cute um and then i wonder if they were doing it derogatorily do you think I don't know. I, or do you think it was to drum sympathy what i don't know i think they probably just thought it was funny or i don't know it was different maybe yeah. they're just trying to i don't know enough about reads. like turn of the century media news maybe maybe papers, i don't know maybe um and we were informed by my wife also that the at the end the conclusion was not like in the movie where it was like full win. they just said in the movie we win yeah we exactly. beat them or whatever no details don't really, really tell us you assume that he rolls back the prices to exactly what it was before right and then but in the musical they tell us that they they actually tell us about the compromise which was the actual compromise where they mm -hmm. would buy back the papes yeah so they wouldn't just have to well, eat so he rolled back the price by half not in the musical yes but that's not confirmed oh, that's not con historically okay, okay. That that historically happens. it's just that they they wouldn't have to eat the cost of the newspapers that they took yeah they would buy back any of the unsold papers okay well i'm not so interested stay super late I'm not interested in historical accuracy. This We're is Broadway. In dancing? Yes, dancing Jeremy boys. Jordan his fucking hat. <laughs> yes, and his eyebrows. And his fucking eyebrows doing a <laughs> dance on the bottom of his forehead like this. We're we're interested in Robert Duvall. We're interested in <laughs> Bill Pullman. We are interested in a young Christian Bale and whatever is going on with him and Davy. We are invested in so much other than historical accuracy. Let's get into the tracks. How are we going to do this? How do you want to do it? Movie or... Let's go through... Broadway the... has more... We'll go over Broadway. We'll go Broadway. And... God, this is going to be hard. And then we'll talk about the movie in contrast. I love that. Because okay. in the Broadway show, we start with the Santa Fe prologue. Yeah, which... I don't know how you feel about this. Okay, talk to me. But I think it's one of the... Because here's the deal. Newsies, the movie, is structured sort of like a... Um, sort of like a Disney musical in the sense that it's not like... It's not the length of a Broadway show, right? They have about four or five numbers interspersed within the other scenes, right? In a Broadway show, you need to... You need enough numbers to fill two acts you know, over a period yeah. of about two and a yeah. half hours, right? Yep. Um, so there's just going to be a lot more songs. Newsies, the movie, has about five. Yeah, I mean, there's more tracks. I, I put it in here, but a lot of them are, I think, instrumental. So, look, it says 16, yeah. but those are just tracks. No, those that, are they're they're instrumental, all, for yeah. sure. And there's reprises and shit like that. Um, so, starts off with the Santa Fe prologue with Jack and Crutchy in the Broadway show. This is a lovely number, yeah, and it really fleshes out Crutchy a little bit more. Yes, and, and Jack, to, and Jack to a certain extent, the Santa Fe thing, You're right? But it really, it really does highlight. Well, okay, so what's interesting is Crutchy, I think, plays a different role in the Broadway show 
because they're sort of divvying up character dynamics differently in the Broadway show than they are in the movie. So Crutchy is more of a just sort of background character in the movie that they care about, right? Yeah. But in the Broadway show, it's a little clear that this is like a more brother relationship. We yeah. picked up a lot that there's an unrequited love situation. Right. Somebody wants to be more than brothers. Yeah. And it's not Jack Kelly. It's yeah. most likely Crutchy here. Yeah. He adores um, Jack. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, from the get-go, like, this is the first thing we see of Jack is him sort of, like, you know, Crutchy saying, hey, my leg's not working too good right now. Um, I want to get a head start so that the other guys don't see me, you know, in sort of this weak state. And Jack is like, like, oh, well, you're coming with me to Santa Fe. Yeah, exactly. He takes on this, like, big brother role, this sort of, like, I'll protect you. I got you. Um, They start daydreaming about Santa Fe because that's where Jack wants to run away to. He doesn't want to be in New York. He wants to hop a Palomino. You riding in style. (laughs) Um, And Gretchy's all about it. He's like, just ride with me, Jack. Yeah, exactly. I'll ride on your horse, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be the little spoon. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So they sing together and then, you know, Gretchy. There's got to be fan art of Oh, there's got to be flash fiction. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, my God. So um, Gretchy, like, is caught up in the fantasy until he realizes, of course, like, you know, he's I'm not just going to get some fresh air and my legs going to start working again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which also we have to talk about Crutchy the name really fast, just so that Ouch. we can, yeah. yeah, just so we can address it and move on here. Horrible, ableist, not great name, but hey, it is the times. turn of the century yeah. of I guarantee you they called him worse themes than Crutchy. Yeah. And he took the one that wasn't the worst and he said, you know what? I'm going to own it. I'm going to make it mine. I'm viewing it sort of like how queer people readopt the word queer. And they say, you know what? This word used against me. I'm going to take it and I'm going to throw it back in your face there. I am not, I am not disabled. So I don't know if I'm allowed to just make that decision here, but. <laughs> It's worth addressing. We have acknowledged. We've acknowledged. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, crutching. <laughs> but he's one of the best characters of the show. He is. That actor, Keenan Andrew Keenan Andrew Bolger. Keenan Bolger is like he's got just one of those faces. Yeah. And smiles like yeah. this guy is a star. Like uh, he is dynamic. I had the hugest crush on him without knowing like really i had like the hugest crush on him oh he's um, amazing all through high school uh he's not like a social uh he's like um he's mostly like an instagram influencer he does theater um here and there he was tuck and tuck everlasting which was sort of his last like big big role he's doing an off-broadway show right now that's like a dracula oh a sort of like dracula yeah i've heard about spoof that. theme yeah. um yeah, but mostly he does a lot of like social media influencing and such. Um, he has great taste in music. He always shares yeah. his playlists. So I'll have to check like, that out. Yeah, um, great. So about this song, here's the thing. I love this number. Okay. I think it's great. Talk character me. stuff. I just prefer carrying the banner as a start to the show. I don't know, like if this could have been worked in somewhere else in the show, I would have been prefer it. Yeah. But like carrying the banner, hey, that's my cigar. You'll, You'll steal, steal another. another. Here's the That's deal. a perfect way to start the show. For me. I, I, this show. I totally hear you. I totally see you. It works in the movie because you have that sort of like, like 
morning in the city and you have sort of like mm-hmm. the background you know the shots of the city waking up and you have like the old man walking through the the boys dormitory basically and being wake like up. hey wake up, wake up guys yeah. and i get yeah, i get that it doesn't translate as easily onto stage they could have figured it out whatever but i think this was an elegant start to the movie or excuse me to the broadway show and i like that it focuses right away on character and crutch and jack's relationship i think that's sweet and and good but you're right it works it get like i said it does good things for these characters Mm -hmm. but i just like the start of carrying the banner well carrying the banner which is the very next number so it's sort of all the newsboys waking up and getting ready to go out into the world and you know get their papers and start selling them i'm gonna say this right now say it top 10 all-time musical openers ever name wow it's up there with into the west it's up there with ragtime it's up there with it is such a strong opening and i'm i'm gonna consider it a broadway opening because of the movie yeah 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 it's true uh this i think we need to dive deeper into this top 10 maybe maybe for not for patreon but for uh our TikTok account. Oh yeah, we could do it. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Have, that would actually be great. Great material. Um, I like it. I want to get. I want to get into that. Good. Well, speaking of carrying the banner and changing of lyrics, ah, uh, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Reed is gonna break a window. Ah, throw himself out the window. Hate it. <laughs> okay, there's no. It's literally. I was expecting. I was like, okay, well, maybe once I finally see the Broadway version, like they're they're doing something different on stage and it'll make more sense no this the show (laughs) opens with the newsboys quote like standing in front of the mirror in the bathroom getting ready for the day to start so we have in the original movie we have that's my sweet guy y'all still another hey bummers we got work to do since when did you become my mother Ah, stop your bumming. Hey, who asked you? Which is great. That's great banter. They're sort of all shoving each other out of the way in the mirror, trying to get the water. And more importantly, it's what we know, and it's ingrained in our theater-loving souls. And we've been singing it forever, and we love it. And then we get, we get, that's my cigar. You're still another great, great, wonderful. Hey, look, it's bad time at the zoo. Okay, hate it. Not even, like, stupid. I thought that I'd surprise my mother. If you can find her, who asked you? Hate it all. Just why? And it's, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. We talked a little bit about half of it also is delivery of <laughs> some of these 36-year-olds playing 17-year-olds in the Broadway version <laughs> of the show. Um, some of them, I think, do a much better job than others. And I just think this is a huge miss. We also, like, from Bottle Alley, uh, we get try. Uh, here, try Bottle Alley, you're the harbor. Try Central Park, it's guaranteed. And that's changed to um, from Bottle Alley to the harbor. There's easy pickings, guaranteed, unnecessary. What does it change? We get it. We get it. We understand that, like, why? Try any banker, bum, or barber. They almost all knows how to read. Great. So that was the same. Why did we have to change that one line? I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, and then we get that. I smell money, you smell foul. I met this going last night. Move your elbow past the towel for a buck I might. And we get instead. Um, yeah, we get something different. We get Jack singing. It's a, uh, 
It's a crooked game we're playing when we'll never lose. Long as suckers don't mind paying just to get bad news. And it's like, okay, great. I get that we wanted to just give Jack a little highlight here to show he's the main character of the show. Did we not open the show with Santa Fe to make that very point? We didn't need this. We didn't need it. We didn't need it. So then the nuns show up. So they're sort of getting okay, ready. Okay, yes, like, that's right. They get out. You know I have a thing for nuns. The nuns show up and they do that. Blessed children. Right. Oh, they're yeah. sort of giving oh, food yeah. to to the to the kids. The newsies. Right. And then in the movie, we have this great moment mm-hmm. that that I get why they changed it because it's not connected to like the rest. I love it personally. We have a mother who's walking through yeah. the sort of crowd of the newsies looking for her son. So it's Patrick and the newsies are singing under and sort of like the counter kind of melody. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and Patrick, darling, since you left me high in the mud, mother loves you. God save my son. And so I get it. We have to change it. I it guess. It is such a great moment it in is that song. Just this, it is amazing. It goosebumps every yes. time. Yes. Goosebumps every time. I, it's kind they, of weird. It's kind of thrown in there. She's not a character, but it sort of shows that, like, these, like, yep. That some of the boys are choosing to live a life of amongst the other boys with the newsies because, like, I don't know, like, because gay. (laughs) I mean, they might not have been welcome at home. Are they welcome in the little bunk? Yeah, who can say? (laughs) Who can say? You're right. Very good point. Um, But all all that's to say that it's changed to the very first line of this is change to curdled <laughs> coffee no concrete donuts and whoever god bless whoever is in the recording i'm sure they are an amazing person i'm sure they dance <laughs> great it's a beautiful powerful line in the original movie like beautiful uh soaring yeah and and then they turn it into that oh it makes me so angry it makes me it makes me want to gentle listeners reed is all in a huff i'm in a huff and listen i like the broadway album i had it on cd it was on repeat in my truck when i was learning to drive and driving around it, it's singing, a great album at the but i would sing her part over the curl <laughs> car- <laughs> coffee patrick darling i love a dancing boy <laughs> i don't know i don't know what i just you have things to say i okay so one of the things i always wished especially musical theater is that i was one of the like really good dancers the more like this is a huge dance heavy show it's very acrobatic it's yeah. very um hyperactive it's like they're just jumping off it's walls huge jumping part of the storytelling yes there's this sort of ballet to it as well that's reminiscent of west side story of i don't know on the town and the sailor boys i don't know there's just a lot of dancing um that is sort of integral to this movie and what's fun is the movie and the broadway i find that the the choreography isn't super precise um it feels a little more chaotic and natural mm-hmm. and not super like it like almost crisp feels improvised at times yeah like exactly. just it's a like bunch just of guys boys, running like around jump. yeah and i wanted to be a part of it so bad i wanted to be able to dance like them and jump around like crazy and i never was that great of a, 
of a dancer. I think if I had really like like committed, I could have been. Um, but I wasn't super athletic. Um, I was good at choreography, just maybe not like, you know, doing flips and dips and, you know, oh. kicking my my legs into the air. This is amazing choreography. Very, like you said, very <sighs> athletic, very acrobatic. I see what they're saying for the for the Broadway show. Even though I love yeah. it at times, I think I think no there's a lot detected. going on. I think there. I think I want to say that there was one moment last night that I was watching. And I was like, "Oh, they're still dancing." Yeah, but so, but at the same time, I absolutely love the dancing in this. So I'm not gonna yeah. like complain about it. Exactly. But like, I am I, always sort of like, yeah, oh, I, I, I see do your, love I see your a dancing boy and dancing so jeremy jordan somebody else <laughs> commented a long comment oh, i should find this to give this person her proper due the how they hid jeremy jordan uh and and how it is a example of a show that like the star bows out yes and leaves yes, the yes. heavy dancing to the ensemble which we were talking about last night um and this was God bless you, Cat Smith, for this lovely long comment. <laughs> it's like three huge paragraphs. This is the kind of passion I'm after. Amen. Um, and I and I like I said, we talked about this last night. Like he literally like just goes off stage during the big, big dance numbers. Like, and the poster for Newsies is Jeremy Jordan yeah. doing this big leap. I don't think he does that. In I don't the think he does musical. the leap in the musical either. There's no and leaping. You and I. So the whole time we would notice him dipping to the background. Mm -hmm. Also, Davy in uh, King of New York is suspiciously <laughs> in the very, very back of the tap number. He's there for his singing and his acting, not his dancing. Baby, baby. Um, and Jeremy Jordan at the very, very end, sort of for the curtain call, sort of gives you like he does like a he does like a, a click. He did a, a one-hand cartwheel. Okay. And he's saving it for the end of the show because yeah. he knows that, like, oh, I've got to save, like, i got to save myself for save for face. the whole performance, right? He gives a, a very animated performance. So maybe he didn't want to pull a muscle or an well, eyebrow. And one of the things I realized today, rewatching the movie, the original, uh, Christian Bale. He dances. Does more dancing than Jeremy Jordan in the goddamn movie. Yes, when we get to Santa Fe in the movie, he has this really cool solo dance break that, <laughs> yeah, which is actually really cool, really yes. good. And I actually, like, I kind of was expecting it to be a little cornball, and maybe it is, and I'm just like, it but, is, but I'm here for it. I know it's really good. He does it with such conviction. Yes, it's adorable. Yes, 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 yes. I was, I was thinking that too. He, he does a great job. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Anyway, gosh, I love. Sorry, I just really, I love this show. This is this is comfort food for me. The, yeah. the OG movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie. Sure. Well, something too that I noticed about what I really like about the movie versus the musical is that the movie has a lot of really good contrast of like daytime, the sort of really warm sun, hot New York versus like mm, they the are, dark yes. New York, and I feel like sure. the production of newsies the broadway show is just dark always True. it yeah. never really lights up get except that, for like metal like, but dusty. still it's like it's all cool tones mm -hmm. everything in the play is cool tones interesting right. so carrying the banner following that and the nuns yeah we get uh we get the jack meets davy and 
His brother, whose name is escaping Les. me. Less. Nine Les. years old. Oh, less. That's key. Ten years old. Nine. Nine in the Broadway, ten in the music in the movie. Are yeah, you because, sure? Yeah, because he says. Right I thought he says ten. In the yeah, he. I thought in the Broadway show last night he did too because he goes, "Hey, how old are you, kid?" He goes, 10. He's like, uh, "From now on, you're seven. The younger, the more papes." <laughs> Maybe they changed it for the. Um, yeah, exactly. Ten to seven, but okay. He's young. He's young, and Jack tells him. Jack is Jack. It's funny, like Jack just is like, "Oh, we're partners now." That's kind of the way he approaches it. Mm -hmm. I kind of, I kind of love it. Like, I kind of feel that. I, I I definitely do that in some like when I'm trying to convince yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody like, of something okay, like okay, so we're going to the movie so we're going to the movies tonight and like what are we gonna get for dinner before that yeah wait, like, wait, when, oh when did are? we agree to go to the movies <laughs> right now let's go no no I mean we are like, <laughs> Reed, Reed are you hearing this this is what's gonna happen I, uh, <laughs> I have I've never experienced this no. I don't know what he's talking about no. um so Davy and Les come like Davy is all buttoned up even the movie and mm -hmm. in the Broadway show he's got the top button of his shirt all buttoned up meanwhile the other boys have like their shirts rolled up and their buttons are all undone and their suspenders are hanging off they're little sluts <laughs> and he comes in right and he's like all he's, put together yeah all buttoned up he's like um he goes to school yeah and it's clear their clothes are a lot nicer than the other boys as well not like more expensive just like cleaner yeah um and so like you kind of get he, he's also a little more buttoned up personality wise totally um and he's grabbing more papers than what less oh excuse me he's grabbing Fewer. less yep. papers than jack kelly so jack kelly's the star guy right so he's like gets a hundred hundred papers he's gonna sell them all um and then davy opts for 25 and then we have like this little interaction where he's like you you gave me you only gave me 24 no it's 19 and 20 but okay whatever um hey, a smaller our, amount there some of our audience knows you're right you're right you anyway. have to keep me and you, you have to keep me accountable and jack comes in and is like that hey. saves the day and no he's right <laughs> it's only 19 give him 50 more papers on me and he's like i don't want 50 more papers he's like but it's an honest mistake seeing as what's his name can't count with both the shoes count to 20 with both the shoes on yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> <that. laughs> well you wise guy yeah which but the Lancey brothers. In Jeremy Jordan's defense, I think he delivered that line really well. Yeah. Christian Bale killed it. And I think Jeremy Jordan did a great job. Yeah, so did his eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. Anyway, they, they team up. They team up. Yeah. We don't need to talk too much about 60, it. 60, 40. Yeah, that's good. You yeah. Know, they Disgusting. And they're immediately sort of like out selling papes um, and then get chased by Schneider. Are we at Schneider already? No. We gotta We gotta, gotta do go the Pulitzer back. song first. Yeah, we got a bunch of and yeah, then Schneider. Yeah, we got the bottom line Pulitzer. I love this song. I know. <laughs> I know you do. Pulitzer Let's... gets a really funny song here. It's not that bad. It's I don't love this song, but I want to talk about Pulitzer just a little bit. Okay, this guy this it. guy, whoever this guy is in the show, <laughs> does his best. Oh, for the Broadway version. For the Broadway version, playing the villain. I thought you were talking about the actual Pulitzer guy for a second. I, I was like, let's Come get historical. On, oh, no, my, my sister was here. She could. You could. Um, I think he he tries. He plays. He's trying to play this like a Scar or a Lord Frollo or yeah. like just kind of sinister mm, rawr, rawr, and chewing his lines yeah. and everything. 
for me, it doesn't work. For me, it falls flat, especially today when I watched the movie. Yeah, and, and Robert, Robert Duvall, Duvall brings that character to life. Mm-hmm. His quirky little ticks yeah. and mannerisms nope. are are kind of goofy and vaudeville or like there's something about what he does with the character to make it kind of silly but also sinister yes that i absolutely love it just works so much more for me yes and he's a little more like it, you're it's true because i think um the, the musical guy and maybe even the way he's written in the musical version the broadway one um it does feel a little um it's kind of you camp. must pay the rent. Yeah, it's can't pay it's, the rent. It's, it's boilerplate villain. Yes. And and Robert Duvall, he doesn't he he's playing not he's not playing a villain. He's playing Pulitzer, who is a great business person. Yeah. And and kind of weird, like a weird version. Weirdo! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bath in his head. Yeah. Where did you come up with that, Robert Duvall? Like uh, thank you yeah it's a gift that, is he an oscar winning actor did he ever win an oscar because did he win one for like godfather part two or something like that is supporting God, I don't, all, all i know I is that know. you get a good actor who, who's gonna and give you yeah a really a really like this is a really low-hanging fruit villain right it's sort of like and he does you're, he you're literally playing really a robber, great... robber baron like you you're playing Pulitzer, like that's great. Yeah, and he won he, Best Actor for Academy Award. But oh, for what? What for movie? Tender Mercies. I have never even heard of that movie. But well, I he's great. Anyway. He deserves his flowers. I'm glad he has he's a. The, he's the Godfather conciliatory to the Corleone family. Godfather movies. I've seen Godfather one and two. Which really? character is he? He's the conciliatory, like the the go between. Oh yeah. He shows up. I didn't realize who you were with. You know, he goes to the the guy who ends up with the horse's head in the bed. Yeah. And, yeah. Anyway, he did yeah. get a lot of nominations though. Because like, he's great. He secondhand lions. Secondhand. I love secondhand lions. So good. And yeah, Michael with Michael Caine. Yeah, yes. Michael Caine and Robert Duvall. That's a funny movie. Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. Baby Haley Joel. So sweet. All right. The bottom line. Talk to me about this number. You love it. Yeah. I don't know why. So it's basically. I also, I like how they do this scene better in the movie. Um, I just like how it's written a little more. Okay. Um, but I just think it's a fun song. Basically, this is the number where Pulitzer is like, we have to save more money. How are we going to do that? And everyone's like, uh, raise the price of the newspaper. He's like, wrong. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, um, not have those big pictures. Wrong. <laughs> You're fired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the buzz. Um, and so he, Pulitzer comes sort of to the, or someone gives him the idea, well, what if we make the Newsies pay a little extra for the papes that they sell? And that way we make a little extra money. Yeah, fuck that guy, whoever it was. Yeah. But. yeah. And so yeah. Duvall's like, yeah, that's a great idea. Yes. <laughs> Let's go with that. Yeah. Like, but oh, the song. 10 cents more. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's why he does the math in his head with the weird little like, yeah, he does his, like has his hands he's, he's, <laughs> above his like head. he's calculating it in his brain. <laughs> like he's a typewriter. So, so. funny. Um, or an ad- abacus. Yeah, there you go. Um, but uh, I don't know. This song is just funny to me. He's being shaved and he's kind of got this posse of um of lackeys yes, men, and this people, one yes. woman who's got this like she has like t- 
eight lines in uh, yeah, the whole thing and everyone every she's just <laughs> honestly she steals every scene it's gonna be awfully hot and those children yeah. <laughs> you know what i have six lines in this damn show and i'm gonna bring it for yeah, every yeah. one of them it's so funny i don't know i think it has like a little melody and then i love this i sort of love uh um that uh, what the i'm giving them a real life lesson in economics they i don't know it's just it's just funny better education if, if they, they were, were my own, own. <laughs> give me a week and i'll train them to be and on in the the cast recording he goes for the ups, that's the up. bottom line well on the recording it's bottom line it's, oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah way yeah. up he like, goes he goes for it he opts yeah, up but in the he opts down in the um the, movie, the, the cast version. recording or the yeah. video the pro shot the pro shot it's, he stays on the same note. i was bummed because i do love that it's up there i was like oh dude good for you <laughs> but, yeah all right so so that's that sort of moment in the movie uh in the movie there's not a song for that moment it's just robert DeVault being robert DeVault and being yep. incredible killing him so then we get carrying the banner reprise it's sort of them out on the streets in the movie this is a great scene where they're like at a boxing match um like held like just like outside and you know they're hawking papes at the uh the boxing match um but this is basically jack kelly being like lying you know about the headline to sell papers and davy being like that's a lie that's not what the headline says um and so he's like hey my father told us never to lie well my father told me never to starve yep it's a good comeback yeah it's great <laughs> and uh he's already taught less how to like you know cough and look like a sick little orphan boy and be like please ma'am buy my last paper yeah and who should appear dun 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 played brilliantly apparently by my nephew at the francis no at saint francis school i was like out of town i think and i couldn't go emmett i'm sure you were amazing i tried to interview him for this pod but he was on vacation still emmett we need your response i know we'll get it on social or something but anyway i wish i could have gone that's so funny i love gotta support family members in the arts yeah amen you're yeah. doing great all right so snyder comes up there's a big chase well yeah because he clearly he's chasing after jack kelly but in the movie he says um sullivan sullivan and jack is like wait we gotta go so he grabs um, <laughs> davy. davy and les, les and they run out of there and they go and hide in a theater and they're like what was that and he's like oh he runs the refuge which is like a Why prison prison for boys um but it's run horribly and the government gives him money to care for the children but he just pockets it and treats us like shit so i snuck out on the back of teddy roosevelt's carriage which is like a huge like kind of like legend amongst Running, the yep. other boys as they're all like he skyped the refuge on the back of teddy roosevelt's carriage and now he's british yeah i don't know why he's british <laughs> but <laughs> seems to fit um but anyway they're hiding in the theater and they meet Who's theater yes miss metalarkin miss metalarkin <laughs> who is played um in the movie by the incomparable Anne margaret of bye bye birdie fame and what like 
Elvis Presley Back fame. to the Beach, I want to say. Yeah, Elvis Presley movies. Those, those silly things. And things. Margaret was sort of a musical movie icon. also like icon. a sex icon, too. Yeah. Like, she was just hot stuff. Yeah. She Redhead. was always sort of, like, lounging in tights somewhere. Like hot, She's hot stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Redhead. Yeah. Um, so, a really, really great casting. She's a little bit older. She's not, like, she's not the young ingenue anymore but she's like this great sort of like she's experienced though yeah you this know brassy it. lady you know she's runs experienced. the theater she owns the theater um <laughs> and she clearly uh you know has a liking not like a like like she she likes jack there's a fondness of jack yes he's and, a he's a rascal yeah she's got she a soft spot him, for rascals she really. lets him hang out at the theater to escape um snyder now in the musical we have a little angle here for Jack Kelly, which is different in the movie. Oh yeah, good call. In the movie, they really sort of emphasize that he that his nickname is the cowboy. He kind of has this like cowboy hat that he wears every once in a while. A lot of harmonica that follows him wherever he goes. <laughs> He's riding horses. He wants to go to Santa Fe. In the Broadway musical, they they do this interesting thing where they they make him an artist. So he paints backgrounds for Meta's show. He loves to sketch you know on just like newspaper shit whatever he has yeah. um which we forgot to mention that we've already met the leading lady of the oh yeah they kind of have a right at the very they beginning bump into each other yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's trying to sell her a paper or yeah, whatever we'll get into She's it like, we'll talk about off. her because yeah. we'll talk about women and newsies as its own subsection <laughs> it's <laughs> very <alert>. important <laughs> does we can cover it in five minutes yeah, it no. does not pass the Bechdel test in oh either God. version not it doesn't register anyways metalarkin uh we find out that jack is like this artist and that they're they're all like wait you could like really like make a make profession out of this um and he's like no it's just something i do i like i want to go that old thing yeah yeah exactly so that'll come back up later but then we get another added song for the musical um which is metal larkin's sort of oh yeah you're right it is a song swap because it's uh well in my lovey dovey baby the end margaret song yeah yeah yeah. like how yeah which was a fine like I don't remember the song. It was good because it. The best part about that song is the fact that Les was Sings like falling asleep singing. Yeah. That was pretty funny, and it created a good moment back. Yeah. back at Les is very taken Davey's by the voice. showgirls in both versions of this. Um, he's like, "Whoa, naked women!" <laughs> yeah, she ain't got no clothes on. <laughs> Fair enough. Um and i don't know i like this song too i it's a kind of just silly little song about how how rich meta larkin is and there's a dirty line about everything she touches grows or something yeah, like yeah that. totally totally like all right i was like i get stares from the palace and prayers from the pope but i ran out my luck getting stuck on some dope <laughs> <laughs> it's just great i think it's stupid and i love it yeah yeah it works and frank Ooh, in my bank, which I always heard as Anne Frank. It's in, you know, Diary of Anne Frank, but it's Anne Frank. Oh. <laughs> in my bank. Yeah, I like the number. So, okay, let's talk about the female lead in in Newsies. Catherine. Yeah, so in the movie, there is no Catherine. Catherine is the leading lady role of the Broadway musical who was created solely for the Broadway musical. In the movie, 
we meet Davy's family. Davy takes Jack back with him and Les to the house, um, and you meet Davy's father, who has had an, a um, work accident. Um, and they cut. They mention this in the Broadway show. You don't meet his dad in the Broadway show, but in the movie, you meet dad, who his arm is in a sling. Yep. He can't work right now, so that's why Les and Davy uh, are working by selling papes. And once he can go back to work they will go back to school you meet mom who is super sweet and amazing and um you meet davy's sister sarah thank you and sarah has less lines than the lady she has no part she has no part she is there just to be sort of the heterosexual Love trophy for yeah. for jack the role of jack to literally because the sexual tension between Davy and Jack is so palpable that they were like, I, I guarantee you they edited <laughs> well, this girl into sister. the movie they later. To throw this guy some red meat. They so. to, to like, <laughs> to make it so that us homeschool boys could still watch the movie, right? <laughs> like it, it is, it reeks of homosexuality. But yes, yeah, so we get the sister. She's a nothing part. She literally, she has three scenes in the movie. Um, one rooftop scene where she doesn't talk and Jack does all the talking, <laughs> of course. Um, and then one scene where she's attacked in by the Delanceys. Yeah, by the Delanceys, and Jack comes in and saves her. And then one scene at the very end where Jack gets Something to kiss her. Something that's seizing the day. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, she has that line too. <laughs> it stands out like a sword, though. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, in the Broadway musical, to make it a little more egalitarian and also because it's broadway how dare you not have a woman in yeah a strong female role in this that's thing. right no i'm being very <laughs> honest here the two who are the two groups of people that run broadway divas divas and twinks and twinks thanks <laughs> so we needed a broadway diva in this shit yeah um and so we get Catherine, who um is a feisty redhead female reporter, which I do. I actually in the they movie they basically combine the characters of Bill Pullman and the sister. Yes, exactly. Bill Pullman plays a reporter who ends up writing about the strike. We haven't even caught until the strike. God damn it! But Bill Pullman's yeah. character comes in later in the movie as like I'm going to write about this. So Jack Kelly runs into this reporter girl at the very beginning of the play, tries to make a pass at her, and she shuts him down immediately oh hard yeah in front Slam. of all the other boys boom yeah so then he sees her at the theater that meta larkin is at uh, performing at and so he's like oh i'm gonna go hit on her again she's in the private booth um oh yeah so he comes Doing up the report and we get another original song for the movie and we or, did me, for the we just show. did get a uh, text in from our fact checker in the other room uh she was a Female, the female reporter historically accurate. Oh, yes, 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 which actually is super, super cool. And probably something that Harvey Firestein brought to the table, I bet, because, you know, he's a playwright and actually probably does research. I would hope so. So, sorry, they're, they're in the box and he's hitting on her, really wants to bone this girl. And he thinks, how can I do this? Yeah, the song is called I Never Planned on You. Yeah. I, how does this go again? I mean, he kind of sings to himself a bunch. I never planned on someone like you. Because he's, he's really into her. I have no 
use for moonlight oh, yeah, or right. sappy poetry. Yeah, it's, it's a, a cute song. But the gonna, fact yeah. that there is also the performance happening, Don't which is knocking on, on my door. door. You're not a welcome here no, no more. <laughs> yeah, Stuck good. like yesterday, yesterday's yeah. trash. Yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> But essentially, she's ignoring him because she's there for work. She is reviewing the vaudeville show that she's going to write about in the newspaper that she works for. And he's distracting her. And while he's distracting her, he sketches her. Mm-hmm. And he leaves the sketch there, Probably. and he leaves, and she finds the sketch, and she falls madly in love <gasps> from that one sketch. God. Oh my! God. Which that kind of annoyed me. I was kind of like, she should have definitely like looked at him, and been like, mm. and like, right? But, oh, she's but just she like, like <gasps> my word! I know the look on her face is like oh panty drop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she is ready to just go for it, and it's like, no, he's so much he's... more than that brash. Oh, exterior. It's so, yeah, the choice there was not my favorite. I think that actress is really great, but I just didn't love that choice. So maybe whoever directed gave her that <laughs> no. So now we get the first power group number of many to come in this show carrying um, the banners down enough for you what, what we have like five in the show that okay. are like these like huge anthemic like power sticking I to the man okay. songs it You've is got a, a plethora of them okay so they found out the they find out the price is jacked up yeah the newsboys show up so to speak. work and they're expected to pay more for their papes and jack immediately is like well, all of them are like, hell no. What are you talking about? We can't afford that. Yeah. We're, we're going to starve. And I like what Crutching goes, I'll get kicked out. Of, uh, I'll be living on the streets. And one of them goes, you, you already live, live on, on the, the streets. streets. In a worse neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Wiesel is like, deal with it. Yeah, he's like, if you can't pay, you can't pay. Get out of here. Go talk to Mr. Coulter. Get out of the way so that someone who will pay will, will come up. Yeah. So then they're like, whoa we are not gonna we're not gonna let this happen what are we gonna do and everyone's like jack what are we gonna do and he's like we're gonna if we can't if we don't sell papes nobody's selling papes and da, 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 and davy yeah, is like, like so that's kind of like a sound. strike kind of sounds like a union <laughs> like, right yeah now. strike yeah. and he's like wait 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 no 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 <laughs> davy who's the voice of reason <laughs> yeah. and also like the only one who knows anything in this group <laughs> He's the brains. Listen yeah. to him. My favorite thing is they're all like, Jack, tell us what to do. And Jack and me are like, Davey, what, what do I say? And he's like, well, tell them that uh, that Pulitzer can't treat us like this. Like, Pulitzer may go on the world, but it don't own us. Okay, Davey, now what else do I do? Now tell them. Um, so Davey's definitely the brains of the operation, and Jack is definitely the powerhouse charisma. They that's make gonna such get a good pair, when a good you say. team. Oh, they want to kiss so bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want them to kiss so bad. <laughs> and we get the world will know. Yeah, and the world will know that this ain't no game. That we got a ton of rotten fruit and perfect aim. So yeah, they've got all this energy. They're like absolutely dancing their little twink asses off. Completely. Yeah. And sticking it. Like there's a lot of really great lines in here of sort of like um trying to walk all over us. We'll stomp all over you. It's a very like defiant song. There's lots um, of fist raising. Yes. And totally. Oh wait, what's the him. what's the um 
now they're gonna see what stop the presses really means there's a lot of really good sort of um we're player yeah, yeah um newspaper related uh, themes that are really great I, I love this song. owns yeah um so then jack in the movie and in the broadway show enters the building of what what is the newspaper they work for the world yeah mm-hmm. i think it's the world yeah. Um, that Pulitzer owns, and he walks in expecting to walk right into Pulitzer's office and tell him that they're striking, and he gets kicked out. Surprisingly. And they finish the song, and they're like, okay, I guess that's it. We're gonna we're gonna unionize. And Davey is kind of like, you don't even know, like, you don't have a list of demands, you don't have, like, a leader. They immediately, like, choose Jack as the leader. Um, <laughs> Which is funny. So then, yeah, now they're union. Catherine gets her song. Okay, let's talk about it. Watch what happens. <laughs> she get she gets her song. This is her song. I think it's in the wrong place. I think it's in the um the wrong place in the show. You think it's a little early? I think it's a little early. Yeah. So she shows up immediately after. Um, wait, do they get beat up already? Um, not yet they're just they're just saying we're gonna be a union but they haven't released the world word to anybody else oh yeah yeah, yeah. So and then they like then they are becoming. sitting in the diner and they're trying to figure out how to how i forget the order of events so in the in the movie bill pullman the reporter character doesn't show up until after sees the day uh, the reporter yeah no, when does because Bill before Pol- it comes interest because they're like they're gonna notify everybody else about hey we're doing the strike to all the other newsies oh yeah yeah, and yeah, then yeah. the reporter's like oh this is interesting there's a strike like a bruin because oh yeah it's not, yeah it's not happened yet it's just a bruin you're right mm-hmm. okay so it's the same it's the same moment mm-hmm. okay okay so i'm not too mad at it nope. then it's the same moment in the movie um, they get kicked out of Pulitzer's office and they run into Bill Pullman, who's like, wait, you're striking? This sounds like a story. Can I write about it? And they're kind of like, uh, yeah, sure. Um, we're going to strike on this day and this day be there. And he's like, great. Um, and then in the same, I guess, in the Broadway musical is that they get kicked out of Pulitzer's office. They end up at the cafe where they're all sipping water, which is such a funny bit. Who ordered the the seltzer? Totally like stock (laughs) Jewish guy. Totally. Yeah. It's so bad, but it's so funny. Uh, She shows up and basically is like, I'll write about you guys because no one else is going to write about you guys. And they're like, we don't want no woman writing for us. Where's the real reporter? And she's like, I'm the realist reporter you're going to get, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then so they agree that that's a good idea. And they also um, leave to organize their first rally. And she starts writing the article. As Reed is pouring out the last drops of her wine. And we haven't even gotten through Act 1. But, you know, there's more wine. We're going to get there. It'll be fine. Yeah, so she's writing. She's she's getting amped up to write her right. article, well, and she's know, got her. All they say, all they know is, I don't know what to write or the right way to write it. This is big, lady. Don't screw it up. This is not some little vaudeville I'm reviewing. Um, I will let you know right now that theater competitions around the world for females. This song 
was huge. I know every single word. Uh, I know every single word of this. And song. I'll tell you why this song is huge. Because it's the only role in music. Because it's it's an acting song. She she switches her motivation and her sort of um confidence level like there's mm-hmm. a lot of it it goes somewhere it starts with her sort of being like what am i going to write about is there anything here yes there is oh i'm going to write about this oh wait not about the boy so you can kind of showcase your acting really well in this number um but gosh it gets performed so much um and i'm not complaining i think it's a great song unlike my co-podcaster eh, that's fine I think it's great. Honestly, I think you're right, though. If it was later, like closer to the climax. Yeah, where would you put it? Like, I know. In between what songs? Yeah, more like towards the end, like towards um, leading up to when they put out the pape. Mm. You know, like, I'm going to gear myself up to do this thing. Yeah. You know, like actually writing it. Yeah. I think it it hits where it needs to, especially because then we get the reprise later, which I really like. Right. You really like it. I prefer the replies with Davey. I like this song. I like the little patter, the little patter spot. And I like sort of her motivations of being like, like a woman in this field that no one's going to take seriously. So she's sort of wrestling with that fact. And then she also has to wrestle with like, uh, Jack is such a narcissistic asshole, but he's like the face of the strikes. This number is great. She's great. I actually think, unfortunately she is in between me and my, um, gay boys. Um, so for that reason, <laughs> Catherine really bugs me as a character, <laughs> but I also, I re- what I, what I really, really wish is that they kept the gay boys. And you know what? Maybe Jack is bisexual and he's like, I don't want to like, like make him a bad bisexual stereotype and that he like can't have one or two or like, blah, 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 blah. But gosh, can't she like, she doesn't need to be the romantic interest. She can just be a strong, powerful female it's trying true. to break into the beds so and we she, still get our gay boys. She really doesn't like Jack. If you no. think about it, she just wants to write. And it's so, so shoehorned just, in like, there. That way. She could just be the Bill, the Bill Pullman character who does not have any romantic well, that's the thing is Jack can just be engaging. Yes. Like, and interesting. Yes. Without being be like, a romantic, you know, draw. Again, Harvey Firestein, you will you will pay for your sins. I'm kidding. <laughs> He's done so much for the community. Harvey, you can you can stratify Newsies and it'll be fine. Thank you for everything that you've ever done. I love you, <laughs> but but God damn it! <laughs> All right, so the strike is what underway here. Yeah, she's writing about it. She's getting the news out, and then we actually get day one of the strike. Davy gets his song. So in the Broadway show, they're sort of waiting for people to show up and losing heart. In the movie, mm-hmm. there isn't really that. It sort of just like cuts to them, and Davy is like running the strike. Yeah, this is sort of Davy's moment, mm-hmm. um, and I think I think it's less his moment in the in the musical, the Broadway one. Um, it still is pretty his moment, but then it's just overtaken by the dance number a little bit, and I don't know. So much dancing. Yeah, this is this is the dance moment of the show. He, like they do the song which is this is if you know any songs from newsies it seeds the day 
Open the gates and seize the day. Open the gates and seize the day. Don't be afraid and don't delay. Wrongs will be righted if we're united. Let us seize the day. And a lot of good harmonica, a lot of like percussion. At some point in the movie, they come out with these like. Is this the tap number? Does this get the tap? It's very like stomp vibes. Um, Yes. I think this has the tap. No, no, no. That's King of New York. Oh, you're right. Yeah. This has the moment where they all step in the Broadway show. They step on the the newspapers. They split them in half. Oh, and they yeah. Do like a little like shuffle dance. Yeah. Which, you know, is cool. It's a great number. So dance heavy. It is just like, let these guys dance. Yeah. Let the boys dance. They go crazy. I think it's more effective in the movie and that it's a little more succinct. To the point you mm. get all of the like, yeah, seize the day, yeah. Yeah, it might go on a little long. Yeah. In the I also like show. in the movie, it like the final chorus, uh, all for one and one for all. And that's it. Like it just like ends, as opposed to sort of the like huge build up, build up, build up. Oh, see. All for one and one for all. Oh, this, one of them has the all for one and one for oh, oh like I think that's the Broadway one. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty. It's good. pretty good. That's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. I both versions are really good. One is a little more drawn out. One is a little more just like punch you right in the throat. Yeah, and they're and both leave. fantastic until they're fighting with what the Delanceys and the scabs. scabs. Yes. So here I want to I want to talk about something in the movie first. Okay. So right before the strike, they're sort of like, we have to get all the other newsies on board first. So they're like, okay, you go to Queens, you go to the Bronx, you go here, like, right, like, go spread the news, get those newsboys on board with the strike. And then they're like, okay, who's going to take Brooklyn? And all the boys are like, oh, um, he's like, who's scared of Brooklyn? Come on. I'm not scared of Brooklyn. Spot Collins. Collins? Or yeah. whatever. <laughs> makes me a little nervous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so in the movie, they show up, they go to Brooklyn, they're on the like the piers of Brooklyn, and they they meet Spot Collins, who's the leader of the Brooklyn News. He's, he's tiny. Yeah, but he's <laughs> so freaking cool. Yeah, he is. Oh, he's kind of like it's the same era of 90s Disney. It's like the Santa Claus with the like really cool young elves where they're teeny <laughs> tiny. They're like little boys, but they're like, I will fuck you up <laughs> if you cross me. Santa Claus, you're right. Do you know what I mean? It's usually right. We're elves with style. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's to- oh, yeah, with attitude. <laughs> totally, totally. Right? So it's that, that whole energy. Um, and Spot Collins is the coolest in the whole fucking world. He's like, yeah, and he sits there and he's like, I'm not convinced that you're serious about this. And they're like, what? And he's like, you got to convince me that you're serious about this strike thing before before I'm going to like join with you. So they're like, okay, okay. So they leave. Um, so in this part in the movie, they show up to the strike, right? But it's a trap. And there's a bunch of people there with clubs. They're going to beat the living shit out of these kids and make it look like it never happened and scare the fuck out of them, right? 
But then the best moment in the fucking movie happens is Brooklyn shows up. Never and, fear. Like right as Brooklyn's things look really, here. really dire for the poor newsies. Like they're gonna they're gonna get they're, pummeled. Yeah, they're getting literally punched out by grown men. Yeah. These and then kids. Brooklyn shows up on the rooftops and they're like shooting. Marbles. Oh, they got their yeah. and... They're, you know, swinging on ropes, knocking men over. They it got, is. I think Spot has a cane that he's whacking people with. Yes, it is the coolest moment in the movie, hands down, point blank, period. It is literally Rufio. good films. Yeah. yeah, it is. Oh, it's so Rufio. Oh, my God. Yeah. We, I, I could do a whole dissertation on, like, boy <laughs> groups of the 90s and how fucking cool they were. Um. All right. Um. And it's all in, going i mean it's not going great and but, then but they win in the movie in no, the movie no, that the cops fight show up but no that's that later they win that's, that's later. later so to consolidate oh, okay for the okay. broadway musical the brooklyn does not show up and they do get the loving shit kicked out of them that's right and they're all split up crutchy gets brooklyn doesn't show up and none of the other neighborhoods show up either because they all said if Brooklyn says we're good, we'll go. But if not, we're not coming. Yeah. yeah. So no one shows up. They get, they get hooks. Yeah. And Crutchy gets grabbed and sent to the refuge. And gets beaten up. Which pretty good. he does. He that, that happens in the movie as well. They all leave because the, they hear the cops coming. And Crutchy is unfortunately left behind mm -hmm. because they're all a bunch of shitheads. He, he don't move so good. Yeah. And no one like stays behind to like to they kind of they're like crunchy let's go <laughs> move your ass kind of, he's like he's, I'm coming, no, <laughs> he's at that moment he's literally like spinning around on the wagon wheel <laughs> like Wee! and they're like crunchy come on <laughs> um he gets he gets picked up by the cops also and sent to the refuge in the movie so in the Broadway show we have Jack running back because schneider also is after him so he can't go save crutchy which is i thought that was a nice touch where instead of it making look making him look irresponsible he like literally has to leave or else he'll get thrown the refuge as well yeah. but then he runs back to his to his bal home balcony and he is devastated because everyone is just it's all falling apart kind of and crutchy's getting thrown in the slammer yeah and he just like he doesn't want the responsibility anymore it's too much he just wants to disappear and go to santa fe he's not meant to be like this leader and this, this. is where we get santa fe the end of act one whereas in the movie santa fe is after it's way earlier it's super early it's right after he meets davy's family yeah and, and he's like oh. loving sarah <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's Sarah he's pining after. So that's what's like a family. Blah, 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 blah. Aren't you glad you ain't that way? Yeah. Yeah. So in the movie, the theme of Santa Fe is really like he's trying to mask the fact that he doesn't need a family or that he thinks he doesn't need a family, that he doesn't want that. Because, mm -hmm. but secretly, what he longs for is a family is that connection that's why he is so connected to davy and his family the straight reading of davy is davy is his brother and he wants to be part of that family i get it yada 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 but i'm sorry if he is going to have the girl he can have davy too doesn't matter doesn't matter um but in this version there is less emphasis on sort of family 
I would say, and more like just that he's failed and that he wants to go be the cowboy and not have all this responsibility. This version of Santa Fe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. And that ends the act. Well, and we get, so let's dissect the Santa Fe phase just for half a moment. All right. Do it. Christian Bale does his best and isn't bad. No, 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 no. Singing. He's not a singer, but no. he delivers. He does. He do, he does just and great. He's, he's really good. Yeah, and he does the and he does the dance. That's really good. <laughs> and he steals a horse. He steals a horse, and then just is like, my Santa Fe, I stole this horse. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm riding on this soundstage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very much so. Uh, and he does the dance break. And the dance break is amazing. Yeah, it's great. Um, at, whereas, you know, Jeremy, honestly, Jeremy Jordan Santa Fe, obviously he sings it really well, but like for as wonderful as an ending as Santa Fe has as a show off song yeah. for Tenor Boys, yeah. the song as a whole is like really uneven. Like yeah. it's not easy to sing. No. Like, and I don't mean that in like, a, oh, this is challenging. It's Sondheim way. Like it's just unevenly written this way yeah and as we've mentioned before jeremy jordan is someone who performs for the very back row so every choice is sort of like like 30 percent more yes exactly even vocally that's the like not only is he physically making a choice that is huge and that can be seen from the back row his voice does the same thing so if it's if it's a painful moment it's if it's a i'm angry yeah yeah, everything is and that's here's the deal he is a fantastic broadway performer i'm not necessarily saying this as a criticism (laughs) but it's there you know he's just kind of an over actor he is and that's i mean that's it's some would say it's just musical theater style but i think there are people who bounced a little more than he does um all love and light to jeremy jordan if his eyebrows and amelia clark's eyebrows had babies they would be the most dynamic eyebrows of all time <laughs> amelia clark uh, you and, know khaleesi from uh, game of thrones oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Amelia wow clark. wow i'm out okay all right i haven't uh, finished the show anyway, but i great, know khaleesi great final nub great final note grabs, grabs that, that hat, hat. yeah and <laughs> he doesn't eats it up. he doesn't juice it he a he little bit not <laughs> a little a little bit but, <laughs> but he grabs he, it slowly but it's still fairly Stephon pointed out that, he, that jeremy jordan grabs his hat so many times in the show and to make a point juices yeah. it like just a fucking orange yeah. It. yeah every last drop and i cackled last night <laughs> He loves that hat. Yeah, it's it such a great prop. I, I love it. I love hats for props. I, know, I mean, we should be wearing your you hats. Right yeah, now. you have your newsy hats. My fedora. I do have newsy hats. I just gleeked all over. King of New York in uh, in the show. Fine, good, whatever. In the fucking movie, this song rips okay well so let's, hard no let's dissect let's dissect okay because i'm i am a fan of both i think you are correct the movie goes harder um 
so in the movie it happens right it doesn't happen in this moment um it happens after the first successful like strike moment so they're feeling on top of the world um denton which is bill pullman's character has just written about them and they made it on the front page right in the papes and so they're having the celebratory moment in the cafe um and a banger of a number an absolute killer number the dancing is fun they're like all dancing on the tables you know they're also just acting the fools high off of their like new fame it's got some great lines um look at that peep with my face beaming tomorrow they may wrap fishes in it but i was a star for one whole minute yeah it's a great number you get that one guy who like does the spinny thing on the um on the oh it's so good so cool he with the grabs, chandelier he grabs the ceiling fan ceiling and fan. like yeah, yeah, literally yeah. just like like skimble shanks or whatever yes, <laughs> yes literally symbol shanks yeah. the railway cat yeah. the cat on the railway train <laughs> i love the cavity didn't grab him i loved cats there was a cat in trousers <laughs> Thank fun, you, Harry. fun fact we were watching it before recording this episode. Yeah, totally. had to kill time well before reed got here uh, <laughs> um well, it's a theme yeah. waiting on reed I, <laughs> hear that people that know me well it's gonna be my name my autobiography <laughs> when we become famous for this uh, waiting, uh, waiting on reed all right listen listen so then broadway version really fleshes this out into a tap dance number which i think works for the sure. broadway show yeah. because it like tap is a really 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 cool dance form that i think mm-hmm. works really better like on stage than it does on film True. Um, yeah and it's harder to get that sort of like close like the movie the everything's so small together and that's kind of like there's this frenetic energy of them all just like being like stuck in this little cafe cafe having a great time so i like i like that they break it up it suffers from the same egregious unnecessary rewritten lines now listen i will make some caveats for this song because instead of denton we have catherine okay so there are there are a couple of lyric changes where i'm like it makes sense we're changing it for catherine but for the majority of the of the number there are lyrics that did not need to be changed that they changed for no goddamn fucking reason the and one that is a sin the one that sticks out to me as the worst let's get drunk not with liquor theme works quicker i actually can't like that one <laughs> i don't like that I just, it just so i don't know it stands out i don't I, like it I think they could leave everything like up until an editor's desk for the star reporter, but they change it. What do they change it to? Okay, 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 okay. So we got the parent issues, match releases, permanent box at the sheep head races. We immediately pastrami on rye with a sour pickle. I'm sorry, but no. There are ones that I like the bunch of wet noodles, Pulitzer's poodles. I don't think it's better than anything in the original, but I did think it was funny. I liked it. And they all did the little doggy hands. Doop. It's a banger of a number. The tap, the tap, the tap, the tap is great. Like, if you could know yeah. tap, this would be fun. Yeah. The full on. I think it it really works for the Broadway version to do tap, but 
I am going to lean on the Stefan side here that the movie version is superior, but it also acts as a, as a character moment where Catherine lets loose with the newsies. Like she's again, sort of buttoned up like Davy, um, a little more prim and proper. Yeah. That part's and good. The, the, in the dance break, she really sort of like, they're like, okay, come on, Catherine dance, dance. And she kind of like does a little like, like Mary Poppins-esque, like, yeah. little, like, twinkle toes bit, and they're all like, ah! And so she sort of, like, hikes like, the right, skirts up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she kind of kills it. And so they're all like, yeah, she can hang! She can yes. hang! <laughs> yeah, and so they're all into it, and it's fun. All right. King of New York, great number. Love you, King of New York. Love good tap number. Okay. Letter from the Refuge is the next yeah, track. This was not on the original album. Um, it's Crutchy Song in the Refuge. Clearly, Letter from the Refuge. Um, what did you think of it last night? I liked it. More crutchy, the better. Yeah, and it's in the movie, when they go and visit him at the Refuge, it actually kind of looks nice. All the kids seem to have each other's backs. Well, Crutchy... Is like it's not that bad. Well, and he's like he, they're like we're gonna bust you out, and he's like, "Hey, my leg really is not. I'm not walking too good." Yeah. yeah, and it's kind of a sad moment where you realize like he would rather just like be in the refuge, which you know is not like a great place, um, than than be like out on the streets like anymore. Yeah, I mean, he got busted up. Yeah, which is really part of why. Like. And, and I think the song does a good job of kind of doing what that moment does in the movie. So it's Crutchy writing Jack a letter from the refuge. Yeah. Um, and he's trying to put a good spin on what's clearly a terrible situation. Um, and he, you know, tries to address it. Your, I, I, it goes through many different iterations and it's very that clear moment. It's like he's in love with Jack. Your friend, your best friend. Your brother. Your brother. Yeah. Crushy. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, producer Katia. Yeah. I just think the best friend. Yeah. Also, friend. Best also friend. Best I miss friend. I miss the rooftop sleeping right in the open in your penthouse in the sky. I mean, it's right there. Ah, he's so down bad for Jack Kelly. He really is head over here. And here's the deal. I do love I like I identify a lot with the with the gay character who has an unrequited crush. <laughs> Been there, done that. Um I just still my original ship is is Jack and Davy and I and I won't give up on it. You don't have to. Even though I love Crutchy. It's there. So we get the reprise of Davy Jack. Little plot. Uh, there's a blackout on strike news. So Thank Catherine's you. story is the only one that's going to be running about the strike. No other papers are going to be published. And this. they told her that they're not going to be publishing anything after this initial yep. story. So she's like, yep. even I can't write about it. Yep. Um, just a little plot. Also, Jack is idea. super discouraged, and so he's kind of hi in hiding, um, painting for Metalurkin, um, and sort of like done with strike stuff. Right. And so we get this reprise. Yeah, Davy and Catherine find him. Davy, Catherine, and Les find him at the theater and are like, come on, 
we gotta like we gotta get back out there and like and do it again and he's like are you kidding we got our asses whooped and he's like well why do you think we got our asses whooped because they're scared he's like wait what he's like yeah we're winning to rattle why because he's scared Look sure. it up, the poor guy's head is spinning. There's also a super cut of every time that Ben um, Faulkner, I think is the actor's name. Frank Hauser. Frank Hauser. Um, there's a super cut of every time that Ben sings, the poor guy's head is spinning. And I don't know why, but some somebody some tumbler girl had way too much time on her hands <laughs> <laughs> the grip that this show had on tumblr <laughs> in 2012 <laughs> but it's the, yeah it's the reprise that i like i feel like it kind of works better as a conversation song but whatever so they right. get they rally jack they're gonna do another another strike like they're gonna mm. do another rally but then Pulitzer gets a hold of. Are they doing the rally at what's her faces? Oh yeah, at the theater. They're going to do theater. it at Metal Arkins. The rally get to get the every, other to get the everyone other. in. <laughs> this differs a little bit from the plot in the movie. Um, not a whole lot, but there's just little differences. But in the musical, um, he uh, Pulitzer organizes a meeting with Jack Kelly. At some point they've realized that Jack Kelly is an ex-convict. Um, and so they're like, oh, this can, like the mayor wasn't going to they sign off on them just like cracking skulls or shutting down the protest. Because, yeah, like, he's like, kids, you have no legal, you know. and you have no like legal you can't do that. claim yeah. to doing this. So they're like, well, what if, what if their leader is an ex-convict and the mayor's like oh no and okay also catherine is in this scene mm -hmm. she's just standing there like a sims character also i think the <laughs> staging for this was horrendous and i was like what's catherine doing here she's like sitting in a chair awkwardly she just should have like at least there. been like chained up in the corner or something or <laughs> Oh no! Like no, totally. And jackals, then you know? Jack comes in and he like Pulitzer ha like turns her seat around and it's so just like who is staging this it's shit? So this Scooby Doo. So, yes, like, it's so bad. Yeah. And also like, what is she doing? That it didn't make any sense at all. So come to find out, Pulitzer, it she's Pulitzer's daughter, <gasps> and so he feels betrayed by the fact that she's Pulitzer's daughter, and he she didn't tell him. Um, and he she's thinks, like, "You never asked." Yeah, <laughs> like okay. And then also she's like, like he thinks that she's double, like spying on them and reporting to Pulitzer. Like, why isn't she like, like yeah. Jack? This is bullshit, and I literally am like with you. Uh, it just doesn't. It it's a scene that doesn't make sense. It's true. It's, it's clunky. True. It's very clunky. It is very clunky. Um, and also in the movie, without this sort of like, oh no, twist, the girl that I love is is really Pulitzer's daughter, which I think is just bad writing. Sorry, Harvey. Um, but in the movie, it's definitely more that sort of like, hey, we will continue to fuck up your friends if yeah. you don't stop this. And in fact, we'll give you money and you can like once all this is town. done you can go to santa fe like yep. you've always wanted and so they like the argument is like we will literally kill your friends yeah if you don't if you don't stop this mm -hmm. which is a much more compelling argument than just like my daughter 
I don't know. I just it muddies the scene. Yeah, but doesn't need to be there. Yep. Sorry, I'm here for the character Catherine, but she doesn't need to be Pulitzer's daughter. And she doesn't need to be the love interest. Yeah, in the she movie, just be a powerful badass woman. In the movie, to... he does it to save Davy and his family, yes. and like, yeah, they bring this, up Davy. Yeah, they specifically, specifically do. again because he's in love with Davy. He knows is, what's up. He doesn't want like that would hurt his boyfriend really bad if his family got involved. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to protect his boyfriend. Sorry. Well, I won't give up on this. All um right. so then we get bottom line reprise, which is basically just Pulitzer singing the melody of bottom line more sinisterly and being like, You're dead either way, so you better go with my plan. Yep. So he does. Um, in the movie, he is, he like literally goes, starts back at work and is like a scab. Yeah. In a like new suit, buying papes. And they're like, Jack, are my eyes not working? What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, but at this point in the movie, Brooklyn has already come in. Yeah, exactly. And we got Spock Collins all like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which in the... I do love this song, though. So in the Broadway version, Brooklyn has not showed up yet. Mm -hmm. So this is sort of the song that introduces the rally that they're going to have at Metal Arkins. Um, And it's called Brooklyn's Here, and it's basically the Brooklyn Newsies showing up and being awesome and cool. And that guy's arms. Yeah, he has has beefy arms. Very very good arms. Very good. Yeah, and all the Brooklyn, uh, all the Brooklyn newsies are in like the red, red and black stripes, yeah, like yeah, Freddy Krueger, warm tones, yeah. and all of the New York Manhattan <laughs> what a newsies. Man. Yeah, yeah, very. Um, and no, it's a great song. Brooklyn's here. It's sort of that rallying song. Also, yeah, I like it. I always liked it on the album. <laughs> Not as good as the moment in the movie, though. And. Jack, I, I can't remember this as well on the pro shot, but Jack. Jack shows up to the rally and tells them. Stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're all like, what? This is not the Jack Kelly we know. And then they call him a traitor and a scab because yeah. he accepts money. And the- Yeah. Like somebody comes on stage or something yeah. and like hands him a pile of money. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. And. He leaves. In the, the movie, roof. the rally turns into like this huge theme where Snyder, where they try to to capture Jack. And did that happen in the in the play? I don't no, remember. Not, I don't think so because he's playing ball at that. He point. just. I think they're all like going after Jack at that point because they're like, "You're a traitor. You're a scab." So he's just sad, and he's so just then a sad he runs boy. away to and the then, rooftop. And then the best part in the musical. No, no, no. He runs. He runs back to the rooftop. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought he, they like, they house him in the basement and they're like, here, you can sleep on this here. That's it. He does. He, yeah, when is that? When is that? <laughs> that, I think that's in the movie. Well, no, it's in the, it's in the, like, in the pro it's shot. Even worse I think it must be shot. earlier. It must oh, be after gosh. the bottom line. Yeah, because he gets led into the cellar there. Yeah. So he, like, literally. In the show, there's just this giant-ass printing press, and they make it so obvious. So They're obvious. like, you can sleep here on this old 
Renton press that we ain't using they anymore. They practically like turn to the audience and are like, did you catch that it's an old printing press? I literally no, wink, wink. Like, I was like, this is the largest checkoff gun I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> Knocked over the head with it. Yeah, completely. Um, the movie's sort of the same way too, where they like weasel leads him down into the basement and it's like but we weasel is voice uh is played by the guy who i think voices al in toy story 2 um, really i think so i think it's the same guy he's great he has a it's he's very uh like 90s actor that i heard in a I lot of kids movies don't think it's the same guy i think it's um newman from seinfeld who does al you're talking about the toy guy right yeah i think so michael lerner Okay, okay. Is Wiesel? Is Wiesel. Essentially, Catherine shows up and it's like, you shouldn't be doing this. I found your your sketches and are these of the refuge? It looks horrible. You've been, you fight for these kids. So you fight were stealing for them now. food to give them. I don't know, I can't remember. But... Totally. Um, And sort of rallies him back to to like reality. And it's like, you need to like this is no longer just about the newsies it's about all underpaid children in new york oh yeah yeah, which yeah. is sort of a bent that is not historically accurate we heard but makes right. for a really good feel-good movie it's fine and she is kind of like you're not the only one who can have good ideas <laughs> that was totally. kind of a good moment because it's like oh shit i feel so seen right now yeah <laughs> like oh, you're right it is you're the leader and but other people can have good ideas too. Exactly. And she sort of rallies him back and then they sing a terrible love duet that is so skippable. Something to believe in. I am a sucker for even bad love duets. <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry. I tend to remember liking it when I had it on the album, but watching it in the the recording, the pro shot, I was like... It's worse on the pro shot. Yeah, I was for like, some this reason, is not good. Cheese, I don't know if it's a cheese factor but I like it on the recording better than I do. Actually I, watching I would it, agree. Which, would what agree. does that say about it? I don't know. Not, probably not good things. <laughs> probably but not good things. Um, and then we get a seize the day reprise, which I don't remember. Um, I think they're kind of milling around. I think they're striking. Like, oh, or is it as the boys are sneaking into the, it's they're lighting the candles. Oh, yeah. that's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. No, it's the see. It's the seize the day reprise two. Where they're building around, and then the other kids show up. So yeah, we'll yeah. get to that. And then, so basically the plan is Catherine is like, okay, you need to be a good person again. He's like, great. And she's like, we could turn this around with a, um, if we printed a political cartoon from you, which when he was angry and hiding at Metal Arkans, he had painted like, you know, a boot stomping on the strikers. And it was like Pulitzer. And it was like, clearly like, political cartoon situation going on she's like if we print this with a little story and a rally and we circulate ourselves she's like where are we gonna get By golly, a printing press where's a printing press yeah, and in then this it's like, area oh i don't think we've ever heard of a printing press <laughs> where white might be one that we can print on so they go use the one that he's living at currently that is belongs to pulitzer which is a great double irony situation of it um and we got another rousing anthem. This has so many anthems in it. Wait, once, once for all. all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Once yeah. for all. Da, 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 bum, bum. 
Once for, for all, we won't spell any better that don't spell freedom. Five hundred this in the air. Yeah. Five hundred kids in the square. We're counting once for all. It's a great one. There's change coming once and for all. Well, and that song has the the worst like line by the sister. Yeah. Talk about seizing the day. (laughs) For whatever reason, always rubbed me the wrong way. In the movie recording, y'all know what we mean. Yeah. It's so awkward. (laughs) Again, one of her only lines too, and she doesn't even necessarily say it. Because in the movie they do this like thing where they're trying like they have to be quiet because we sell is is upstairs so all the singing is happening in their heads <laughs> Can't like, sing out loud. this movie is not realistic anyway but it's like no we're really gonna just like pretend like they're not singing it's just funny it was good. so uh, they circulate all the papers they they host an incredible rally everyone every sweatshop kid yeah, every women's suffragette Climates. Which works really much better in the movie because you have all the crowds. Yeah, and... you've got the helicopter shots or whatever of the kids yeah. like, you know, tromping down the street, and and they join in the seize the day. Uh, yeah, song. it's really yeah, powerful. Less kind of really starts cool. the singing. Uh huh. You know, and they all just and they you've got the mail carriers on their bikes leading the charge, and then you have the, my favorite sign is "Girls want rights too." <laughs> it's like, well, why didn't you give a single girl a line in this fucking movie? <laughs> um, they they win. I mean, that's that's pretty much all there is to it. Teddy Roosevelt. Oh yeah, yeah Teddy Roosevelt gets involved. They have another meeting with Pulitzer. Yeah. Oh god. And um and again in like the the movie Pulitzer, I mean, Davy comes into the negotiation or whatever at the end and I kind of like, you know, what it, Davy brings to the conversation I do too. because Jack is like or Davy's like or the sorry, Pulitzer is like Anybody who doesn't act in their own self-interest is... Is a fool! A fool or whatever. He's like, and what does that make you? Yeah, Davy sort of appears. Well, Davy does that in the Broadway one, too. Yeah. It's yeah. just not as good as Boyfriend Davy. Yeah, it's true. Like, it's your, your, your recirculation's down 70% since the strike. and da, 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 Yeah, da. you're literally losing out on money every day that this strike goes on. Yeah. And they... They work out a deal, but and it's it's goofy the whole scene. Well, yeah. in the movie, it's really great too because he's being so stubborn; he won't back down. And so Christian Bale opens the like the the, the shutter, the doors, yeah, or the windows, the, to the front outside. doors to his like little balcony, <laughs> and he can't like block out. He's like he's like stop, close the doors, <laughs> and he like kind of has this like melting wicked witch moment <laughs> yeah, where he's does. like he's like covering his shears and cowering on the floor. He's like, can't you hear them? You know, it's a it's a really powerful moment in the movie. And then I guess the person who comes in and saves the day is Teddy Roosevelt in both versions. Because mm-hmm. he shuts down the um, well the place. Now, was this a historical? Did did Teddy Roosevelt as governor? Actually, yeah, he did intervene, and that was sort of part of the. I don't know, but he basically tells Pulitzer in the show, I'm going to do an investigation if you don't blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 and whatever. And Pulitzer's yeah. like, fuck. 
Okay. Well, in I'll the cave. in the actual history, it's like um, David and the character Jack, I guess, but I don't know his actual name. Like they left the strike, and then it wasn't ever. They weren't. They didn't actually solve it. Apparently. Oh, so nothing. Oh, so they were already. They left Splitsville. before. Yeah. But it all got worked out. But it all worked out. But they were the leaders, and nobody was else as successful as they were apparently. Mm. Okay. Well, but they, again, we're not here for historical accuracy. And the no, world right. will know. And we're here for dancing twinks. Yeah. Um, gosh. And then. And Jimmy Jordan. Yeah. In both versions, um, essentially, the president, Teddy, or he's not president yet, he's governor. Um, but Teddy Roosevelt is like, kid, you can go anywhere you want. And Jack Kelly's like, Santa Fe. And in the movie, this is the saddest shot in the entire history of cinema it's he <laughs> wow. gets into the cart um with teddy roosevelt and they just drive off like he's... like out of the town square yeah. and you're like oh he's heading for santa fe and he does not say goodbye to anyone <laughs> especially not to his boyfriend davy his supposed brother. quote unquote girlfriend sarah and les who just thinks the world like Less throughout the whole movie, he's like, upset. "Give him space. Let Jack's the smart Let him think. Think. Yeah, Let him exactly. Think. Um, and Les is just well, they're all crying. Like Les, Les is crying, and that breaks her heart because he's a little kid. But then Davy's crying, and you're like, because they're boyfriends. God damn it! Thought he loved me. He told me he loved me. And nope, he's just leaving for Santa Fe. In the musical, you get this kind of really sweet moment where he's like, I'm off to Santa Fe. And they're like, come on, what is Santa Fe that New York? No, but I what hate, is, I what hate Santa Fe got the New York? line in it. I kind of love her line. No, and she's like, and you got one more ace up your sleeve. And he's like, what would that be? Me. Oh, Wherever you go, I'll be right no, where No, not that line. I no, 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 it. you're right, you're right. It's That's not trash. good. That's not good. But one of the newsies, what I like, the part that I do like is when... One of the news is like, what has Santa Fe got that New York ain't? And then Catherine comes up and she's like, better yet, what does New York have that Santa Fe does not? Us. Your family. Yeah. And I think that's really sweet Aww. and a good That's moment. a fine one. But the second yeah, 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 one that right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like Michelle Williams from <laughs> Greatest Showman. Wherever you go, I'll be there. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's hard to wrap up. It's triumphant. Jack decides to stay and yes, is a newsboy and, and a cartoonist. And a cartoonist. He gets oh, yeah, to do yeah, yeah. both. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, and what I like in the movie is Jack rides off and they immediately start where they began with the that's my cigar, you'll steal another. Life continues. Yeah, and they're kind of all kind of sad and whatever, and then Jack shows back up and they're like, yeah! And in a fun life! <laughs> Time to dance. Yeah, and it ends with the freeze frame of the kid jumping up into the air and that's the poster. Yeah. So Ladies and gentlemen, that's that's newsies for you. I hope we didn't bore you to death. Hope we didn't bore you. Yeah, I, I just, uh, I think newsies has such a great style, kind of like a uh, you know, guys and dolls and stuff like that, where like the vibe of the combination of like the time period and the costumes yeah. and the choreography and the <gasps> repartee. Oh my god. Oh 
Is this real? Oh, <gasps> okay. Sorry, I was looking at the who realizations happening live. I'm reading the original cast, the workshop cast of this musical, um, versus the the like who opened the show in like blah blah blah. blah. The original Catherine for the workshop. Well, first of all, Jack Kelly was Jay Armstrong Johnson, who I really really love. Schuler Hensley was Joseph Pulitzer. These were both people I recognize, but then Megan Fahey of White Lotus season two. Oh my God. You have to watch like White Lotus. It is so freaking good. You're going to love it. But Megan Fahey plays like this sort of like, like ditzy girlfriend of the, like, like one of the characters, Um, but come to find out she's a lot like more complicated and sly and kind of knows what's going on and sort of plays the game too. And she has an incredible moment in the final Oh my God, she is an actress with a capital A. Um, but she wow. was the um, the workshop Catherine. Sorry, I'm really freaking out because she's so good in White Lotus. Yeah, you're having a moment. I'm That's so great. Sorry. I was saying something, but it's not that important. I'm so sorry. <laughs> God, I'm, I'm so glad. Sorry. I'm glad you're happy. This is what people pay for literally <laughs> so what am i who am i to interrupt i wow you need to watch white lotus okay. so that you can understand that reaction okay what were you saying <laughs> nothing of consequence i was simply complimenting don't read while i'm talking you're just gonna have okay, another okay, revelation okay, okay. that's gonna i was just simply commenting the vibe the vibe of newsies is so cool right there's the, nothing the dancing paper boys it's just, I want to, mm. it makes every time I watch it, first of all, I cry every time at almost every song just because I'm a sucker. Second of all, I just, I want to be, I want to be part of the dancing boy. I want to love like Jack Davies. So if you have a paper boy in mind for a read, a dancing <laughs> Paper slinging drink. That also might look like Clark Kent. What plays the banjo? Oh yeah, that plays is the banjo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. glasses and uh-huh. is in like a newsie. Um, Broadway over wine. I gmail. think at gmail.com. I think the newsies bit is more like it's not like do I do I want to be him or do I want to be with him? And I think it's more like do I want to be self fulfilling yeah, or accusation i don't think like i i don't but know still, I, but you still, know what you know what you were in newsy if you were in a production of newbies ever you're probably <laughs> my type so Just, slide in the dms you know what <laughs> tiktok instagram gmail yeah heck all of it <laughs> all righty Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, let's see. What do we have to share with you? Thank you to our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. We love you. This wine was Eminent really domain. quite delicious. Eminent Domain. Go, go visit them. Yeah. When they go say hi open. to Phil. Enjoy. Go when it's uh, light out because it's the time of the year where it's nice yeah. and dark. And they're, they're probably closed anyway right now. So yeah. hold off until spring. I would. And uh, enjoy a sunset or, or whatever and, and, and delicious wine favorite song oh favorite song thank you to <gasps> oh this is gonna be hard i'm gonna guess seize the day no Fuck. 
carrying the banner. Carrying the banner. The I opening. do think it's it just it does everything I I need a musical theater opening to do. Okay. I'm gonna say for you. Is it the same as it carrying the banner? No. Is it seize the day? It is not. No, you're a king of New York guy. Yeah. You're. I should have not. I that, I that should have been my first guess. Katia, do we could? Ooh, guess mine. Ooh. You, you have one. I do have one. Um... Katia's favorite is something to believe in. No. <laughs> <laughs> Quite the opposite, actually. Oh. The world will know. In no, the world. That's good, though. Santa Fe. You're a Santa Fe girl. I am a Santa Fe girl. Yeah, that was my number two. I but sing the it. Retri- <laughs> like the retries of it, you know. Yeah, that. Like that's the you know the sad the sad boy one. Yeah, <laughs> not the I, first one. I will say not the first one. The prologue, the prologue one. I listened to the movie Santa Fe the most, followed by the opening Santa Fe prologue with Jack and Crutchy because I I think that's a really gorgeous moment. And then not I sing there, sad boy I one. Sad boy one. Santa. That's so good. But King in New York is like a second. It's just it's a so it's a whole vibe. Stephon lied. His favorite number is and always will be. Watch what happens. Uh, <laughs> lies. Word. Lies, Manelli. <laughs> so next week, uh, yeah. What should we do? Did we say we are doing Disney? We're doing Disney, and I think we talked about Little Mermaid. Yeah, Mermaid. Ladies and gentlemen, you will find out. <laughs> stay, stay tuned on our TikTok and our Instagram. And we will see you next week. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.